Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It me telling you that we have got a brand new premium Bandcamp episode up of Filthy Casuals for a dollar or more, whatever you want to pay, uh, covering the history of Star Wars games. Every Star Wars game ever produced. Yes, every Star Wars game that isn't a mobile game or a web browser game. I don't know how mm-hmm. to put that in the promotional material because it <laughs> sounds clunky as fuck, but here it is, clunking up the intro to this episode. Just got a bit of a throat thing at the moment, guys. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I'm assuming that went into the microphone you're recording with, but for me yeah. and Tommy, inaudible. We lost it. <laughs> we it just sounded saw like you cover your mouth. I was, up. yeah. Oh, I was doing a really quiet Yoda impression. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, but for uh, references like that and more, go to filthycasualspod.bandcamp.com and get three hours of Star Wars power. Uh, for one dollar or more. Yeah, it's a really good one, I think, and um, I reckon people will enjoy it. And also, it is every Star Wars game, and it, it, it is every crazy. Star Wars game that's not on like a a phone. So, um, yeah, go and grab it, enjoy it. Let us know if you like it. Don't let us know if you don't. Yeah, we had a lot of fun doing it, and now on with the app. Yellow creature gobbles dots while being pursued through maze by monsters. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me, as always... Good morning, Tommy. It's Ben Vanell here. It's a beautiful uh, spring morning in Melbourne as we approach (laughs) the end of our long-term indoors. The traffic on the uh, Western Ring Road (laughs) is uh, not too bad, so you should be able to get in. uh, Yeah, it's probably great at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. man, this is the last episode we are doing. My name is Adam Knox over the fucking internet for, I I don't want to jinx it, but Mm. ever, Mm. forever. This is the last (laughs) time we'll ever have to do it. Yeah. No, anytime we go on a holiday, we're all going together. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's the plan from now on, just to, because Mm -hmm. of the trauma of the lockdowns. Yep. We can't, we can't do this again. Any tragedies in our personal lives? Too bad. You're coming, coming around (laughs) and I'm putting a microphone in front of your face. If it gets wet, that's on you. Have the funeral at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be broadcasting The Wake Live on Twitch. Um, No, it's good to be here this week. Uh, Not a huge week for like massive AAA releases, but still a bunch of shit going on in the world. Of video games, yeah, plenty to talk about. One of so this is yeah, this is the last uh, lockdown Zoom recording we'll be doing. Uh, we are free as of tomorrow for anyone outside of Melbourne who uh, isn't isn't across that news. But yeah, that's mm. going to be a lot of fun. But we also have uh, one more online commitment. Yes. Um, after doing this episode, we you made are- an online commitment to me, <laughs> and now this 
Uh, yeah, we're hosting a uh, Master of the Map tournament through oh. Fortress Melbourne, a uh, an esports cinema in the CBD, which is reopening on November the fifth. And if you want to go in, they are now taking bookings. But this weekend, the Saturday and Sunday, we are going to be yeah hosting uh, for them from four pm both days. Uh, Saturday is Warzone and Sunday is Fortnite. Yeah. And if you are listening and you're in Australia or New Zealand, you can sign up to compete and there's a, there's a ton of prizes to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you get into the, one of the finals on either day, you, you're guaranteed cash money, which is pretty mm. sick. Um, yeah, I'm excited to do to do this. We did our tech run with the, with the team the other day. It all went very smoothly. There wasn't a lot of time spent on moving the banners around behind us, adjusting <laughs> lights. No and, one told um, me that I looked red and then I had to go like, oh, it's just my skin, but I guess I'll wash myself out. Okay, bye. <laughs> genuinely, they are, um, they are lovely people and yeah. they're, uh, they've been good enough to, yeah, to, to get us on board and I'm pumped. We're just going to do our regular thing, talk shit. So, um, yeah, yep. yeah, you can obviously watch from anywhere in the world. It's just on Twitch. So, yeah, fortressmelbourne.com. Um, and yeah, I'm psyched to go in when we're allowed to. It's like it's the yep. biggest. It's the biggest like video games venue because there's like a like two bars and a cinema and shit as well. I think it's the biggest one in the southern hemisphere, which is that crazy. Uh, the uh, if you do <laughs> want to have. You don't let people come round. I don't let you see the entirety <laughs> of my house. Ah. Wow, because we have come a lot yeah. to your place to record. I guess I've never been in your bedroom. You've never we been. We had no idea that there's a cinema. Yeah, yeah. you've never been in the the land room. <laughs> I guess or the, not. Or the bar. Uh, if you do want to compete, FortressMelbourne.com, and if you're in Australia or New Zealand, you can sign up uh, for Warzone before Friday tomorrow at 5 p.m. If you're listening to this on the day it came out, maybe Friday is yesterday where you are, but Friday the 22nd, <laughs> 5 p.m., and Fortnite Saturday the 23rd at 9 p.m. That's when registrations close, and then 4 p.m. on the Saturday and the Sunday is when we'll be uh, streaming and commentating a whole bunch of Fortnite and Warzone games, and it's trios as well. It's worth pointing out. That's what you guys yes. sign yes. up in. Groups of three. Yeah. Like Once us. They got, yeah, they got us to do the Hosting, and then they changed the entire structure of the <laughs> show to be trios only in the game, yeah. just to honor yeah. us. They said, You guys was... proved that three really is the least lonely number. <laughs> yep. And then we and were your like, team That's has a weird to be way called... to phrase it, Fortress <laughs> Melbourne. And then they were like, Hey, sorry, that's on us. That's our yeah, fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be lots of fun. And yeah, even if you're not competing, you can uh, tune in. To watch us, uh, yeah, make some make some little zingaroonies while people <laughs> yep. are blowing each other's heads off. Damn, also, I really trust a guy who says zingaroonie to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks to everyone who uh, bought a ticket and came along to our live zingaroonie fest on the weekend. Yes, it really that was, was super fun. Uh, again, we keep doing things that go for three hours, but that was three hours um, of of a, a really fun time. We played a lot of uh, Quiplash. We I think one hour was Quiplash, so um, yeah. that was really really fun. A lot of funny people in the filth, so mm-hmm. yeah, um, a lot of stuff going on, which I'm very glad about because uh, I like doing the podcast. I like <laughs> hanging out with the filth. But luckily, if you're sick of hearing about us talk about what else we're doing, next week we'll have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming into Christmas with uh, no more in inca- no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the venues are open and the work has dried up. It's good to be out, boys. <laughs> uh, there'll be some games, though. There are some big video games coming out. I guess we're not going to talk about them this week, but there are some on the horizon. Um, 
you know what else was on the horizon a few days ago and then rapidly came up to where we are and now is in the, the rearview window. The yeah, moon. sun. I'm going to go with sun or moon or like a, a, a building, a, a large building you saw in the distance. I guess it could be anything you've driven past, hey? Yeah. Well, no, because if you're driving like in front of a mountain, something behind that mountain doesn't appear on the horizon for you. So what That's you've true. said is fucking stupid, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about I reveal <laughs> what I was <laughs> what I was about to say? I was going to say video game news. Oh. oh. Okay. You're right. That was on the horizon. Yeah. yeah. And then now it's in the rear view mirror. Yeah. But there's there's a whole new example of that on the horizon. You can definitely see video game news on the horizon as well because it is the size of a mountain. Whether or not that video game news is a molehill. Nintendo announced mm. the pricing of the Switch Online stuff. I actually do think it's too expensive, but people are fucking angry. Yes. Yeah. About this. Um, it, I'm it is- surprised. You're usually much more angry than most people about it. Uh, and this is, I, it seems like the reverse. Like, mm. I don't understand why people are uh, flipping their lids at this. I definitely do. It is double the price and you're not getting, like, uh, significantly more. It might even be the case that the pricing in the US is more egregious than it is over here. I think, Maybe. weirdly enough, that is the case this time because I've seen people saying 150% increase of price in the US, but here it's 60 Australian dollars rather than 30. So maybe right. that is part of it as well that, like, A, Switch Online was cheaper than the other online services mm-hmm. to start with, and B, my expectation is that it's Nintendo, so it will be Nintendo prices. So I guess it hasn't surprised me how how this has been priced as much as it seems to with some others but i don't think people are wrong that like so they're adding i think we talked about it a bit last week the nintendo 64 games and the Mm -hmm. mega drive games and you get that animal crossing expansion that they did a direct about and went into more detail on you get that included i think uh, it, it was unclear to me if you get that included as a bonus that you download and you have forever if you subscribe once or if it that I think you have to keep your. I think you have to keep your subscription active, like a lot of those things <coughs> have kind of been in the past. Yeah, I mean that's the same as like Game Pass or you know the yeah the, the yeah yeah PSN Plus games. So that makes sense. But yeah, it isn't an enormous value add for doubling the price, but also the price is brought more in line with the other ones, so it doesn't surprise me. So, I don't know. I kind of feel not that much about it, but I do understand why people are as angry as they are. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. Again, I'm going to sound like an apologist with this company, like I f- you know, regularly am. Yeah. But it's, it's now double the price for two extra consoles. It's not double the price just for this one thing on its own. Like, you don't have to get it. You can still pay the same amount and just have the Super Nintendo and Nintendo games. It's just you're paying more for more of these games. And at the end of the day, it's $60 for a year subscription to have all of these legacy games. I don't know. It just seems to me like people whinge and go, oh, I want it to be cheaper. It's like, yeah, I want everything to be cheaper. Like, right. what's, your, what's your fucking big argument? Like, My, That's the thing. I don't understand any of this ever because it's like if it's too expensive for you, don't buy it. This yeah. is not food. This is not shelter. These are video games. You don't have to buy them if you don't want right. to. I think and in this case, I- if there is a groundswell of support for it being 
genuinely overpriced, which again, it's subjective. I don't know how you, you know, this is not the, you know, stock market. This is not staples, you know, for food. This yep. is video games. So, I, you know. But if enough people are like, no, I don't want to pay that, then maybe they'll make it cheaper, which is how anything works. <laughs> I think that... Uh, yeah, I just opt out. <laughs> it's, a, it's a video game. Compared to other services, I think is possibly where people are saying like, well, it doesn't quite match up what the value of other things are when you're adding... Like in, a, in, a, in the US, it is going from 20 US dollars to 50 US dollars per year. So that is a bigger jump of 150% versus 100 here. So it, it, it is worse there. And I can get yeah, yeah. that I, it's hard to with other currencies, even though you can trend, you know, what's that word called? Exchange? <laughs> yeah. You can figure out what they worth in other places. <laughs> yeah. But, translate. Uh, you can translate it. Yeah. Currency. You can, you can, uh, there's a different word than translate that I, maybe I'm imagining exists. It doesn't really matter because the point is I don't Transform. actually know how much 50 US dollars is in real life living in America. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. 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 Right. Anyway. But it is I mean it is like it's basically a new service. I think that's where they've tripped themselves up is by calling it Switch Online plus expansion pack kind of thing because going oh the price has gone from 20 to 50. The price hasn't gone from 20 to 50. The price for that thing that you already have is still $20. It's just if you want more stuff yeah. on it that they've added as like its own separate thing, you are paying a bit more, which doesn't seem and also, they are going to keep adding more. stuff to it. It is a lot more, yeah, but they're going to add stuff to it over the year uh, as well. Like, they've added so much stuff to the NES and SNES <laughs> online. I think for me, it's like, I just, you see people make this argument, and it's like, it always irks me when people's big argument is, but I could just play these for free on an emulator. It's like, cool, I can steal a car and not have to pay 10 grand for one. Like, what's, <laughs> yeah. like, what, why, they shouldn't base their pricing around the fact that you can illegally get stuff for free. I don't know. No, I, I, I agree. And like the $60 American is how much like a Metroid Dread was. So right. it's cheaper than a brand new game. And it's a, yeah, it's an ongoing service. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. just think don't, don't get it if you, if it's too expensive for you. These are, this is not food. This is not water, you know? Um, uh, I'd like to get the Millennium Falcon Lego set, but it's like a thousand bucks. So I right. can't afford it. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, that's, but when that's there are, how it works. When there are expectations around pricing based on, like, I think if if so many people have a reaction to it, it means there's some, and it's difficult to quantify, but some like expectation around pricing or a, a sort of generally agreed upon um, understanding of what things are worth that this exceeds for the majority of people. It appears, at least the majority of people who are complaining about it this. getting <laughs> yes. yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's weird that all the people who uh vocally saying they don't like it um don't like it <laughs> yeah I know. what yeah, about the millions of people who have have happily signed up but it's again it's like absolutely don't get it if you can't afford it and you have a a, a moral uh you know issue with it don't get it if enough people don't get it then they'll lower the price that's how collective action works go for it but um, you're not entitled to for it to be cheaper. But the, yeah, I mean, this is what always cheap. this is what happens with most things Nintendo do is that there's like a very vocal um, negative response to it of people that 
aren't going to engage with it and don't get it. And then there's the freaks like me who are just like, <laughs> oh, great, I can play Ocarina of Time. I'm in. Nintendo has your bank details and is going to direct <laughs> debit it from you anyway. Like, yeah. Right. Not, yeah. It hasn't been a conversation. It would have been yeah. $150 if it weren't for the fact that they knew they were going to get enough money to keep them going out of you. So they right. can pass those savings on to the youth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, one thing I read was that the theory that, and and not that this makes it any better for people who think it's too expensive, but a part of the reasoning for that um, is that it's like licensing stuff where they've had to strike Sega. a deal with Sega. Yeah. And, well, and also if Rare stuff is going to be on there, like they've said Banjo-Kazooie is going to be on there, they've had to work something out with Microsoft, presumably. So that's there's like that Nintendo, ins- uh, that Emily Rogers lady mm-hmm, who's yeah. like, Used to work for them or something. Who she put up a thing about how I believe it's yeah, um, that's that's what she her, thinks it is. Her uncle works at Nintendo. Right. Yeah, right. Yes. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> He's got all the, uh, the the codes for how to get Luigi. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that like it, feeling that a pricing isn't fair isn't the same as entitlement all the time. But I and it seems like it, it's caused a big reaction. You know what I mean? So I don't think people are necessarily being like make it cheaper for me. It, I think it does come across as uh, exorbitant to a, a lot of people, and I don't think that's necessarily wrong. But I also think, yeah, like there's there's either Nintendo will lower it because they end up realizing they have to, or it it, it like every company is always trying to charge you the most they can. Yeah, and the idea exactly. that companies are trying to get you the thing for as 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 little as possible is usually. A, a fallacy and it's like either the thing is a loss leader or you were the product mm. or like whatever yeah, yeah. It, it is very rare that people are being nice and offering less than they could uh to the person purchasing it one dollar only if you want to for our star wars <laughs> Bandcamp, uh, no that's that's legit but yes you're right like game pass is not cheap because that's how much it genuinely costs it is a loss leader yeah. like the Microsoft yeah. do want to capture a bunch of Sony and Nintendo rusted on fans mm-hmm. by offering them a, a cheaper than is actually reasonable product so that in the end, you know, they, yes. they get them in the ecosystem. Because um, there, there's a way that you can get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for like a third of the price that it's meant to cost for like three years that is still yes. kind of a loophole. You like upgrade just regular Xbox Live for a dollar and that still works and that can't be because they don't know about it because right, they have right, the data right. of all the people doing it they want those people yep. to yes. get their first little taste so that they stick around later so yeah i don't know i um don't really sympathize but uh i think we have all three of the possible views <laughs> we could have on this issue right here and guess this what is... boys guess what i've got something positive to talk about i've got breaking news i genuinely i've got breaking news i'm going to paste it in the discord chat and oh. hope it works. Uh, Uncharted movie leaked footage. I oh, just wow. come out. A little turd. Is this new? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the poor. <laughs> it's forty four oh, seconds. Wow, yeah. Should we should we sync it up and, and hit play at the same time? Look oh, at that. Right, hang on. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, get it, yeah. Should we? Get okay. it on zero. It is a Twitter post uh, from someone called You Know Who Dis. And I actually don't know who dis, <laughs> no. I, but I bet that Universal will be trying to find out who dis or whoever's publishing it. So, um, yeah. A movie uh, theater owner recorded footage and posted it online. Yes. Do you For, want of it? the trailer. Let's go. Three, yep. two, one, play. Now okay. we've got a, bit of wind. a young Tom Holland 
or a current age Tom Holland, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And it's Uncharted 3. He's falling off of the crates coming out of the plane. Yeah. He's dodging crates. People are getting knocked Didn't off. Didn't love the CGI on that guy getting knocked off. Yep. It's hard Uncharted. to tell on a Twitter video, to be fair, I guess. It looks like a video. Okay, this looks real. Okay. All right. They've made a joke of it. <laughs> okay, for some reason, they've changed the guy in the plane to be Scottish so that they yeah. can make a Scottish accent joke, which seems fucking stupid. The guy said, you're about to get a proper Scottish welcome. Yeah. And Tom Holland, as a very young looking boy, said, what? What? Yep. What? <laughs> I think he's still February does- 18. Okay. There you go. That looks kind of cool. Yeah. He looks a bit young. He looks a yeah. bit young and it it uh, I don't know. I know Uncharted is a incredibly over the top version of Indiana Jones and so yeah. you get stuff like this that is absolutely unrealistic. There's no like this is beyond a Mission Impossible Tom Cruise stunt. Like this is clearly just CGI. Uh, I liked that like two or three years we had like about four years ago, where people were trying to do practical stunts more and practical yeah. effects. Um, yeah. But I don't know. This is so, such, you know, um, a limited amount of footage. It's very hard to tell. Yeah. Um, Twitter has some of the worst video compression shit in the world, so I'm finding it difficult to really tell if I think this looks like CGI or not, you know? It's a very it, bright blue sky. It That, to start with, it I, it looks like it's a... um. It looks like it's a cutscene in a game. Yeah. It looks very, like, computer animated. The, um, the, the guy I'm, falling off the crate is like, that's like Spider-Man, you know, 2 uh, CGI animation. Where I guess so. He, he's flipping around like a rubber man, but it's very hard to tell. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll reserve judgment for when I see this in a theatre in a one day. In <laughs> my life, um, yeah, I assume that they will be re- releasing some footage due to this leak. Yes, because <laughs> that's what always happens. Tends to be the way. Um, it's a trailer, isn't it? It's a. Uh, if you go up yeah, above yeah, that, right? There's like someone said, yeah, the trailer has leaked. Expect an HD trailer release very soon. Great, 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 great. So, so this is only forty seconds of of what. Well, we're recording this uh, nine hours before it goes up or something like that. So maybe by the yes. time you hear this, the the full HD version is available to you. But yeah, it looks pretty much exactly how you would imagine if someone said they're making a big budget Uncharted movie with yep. Tom Holland yep. and Mark Wahlberg. They totally. both show up in this and it looks like they've missed the mark on the humor. <laughs> <laughs> much like the games, to be fair. Hey, I, hope, uh, you I hope someone says they're... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you take it. You take it. <laughs> take it away. I just want to say I'm sweating like a whore in church because it's such a beautiful hot summer's day here in Melbourne. Yeah, it's not summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. We're getting it's coming. there. Yeah, it's coming. So well, there you go. That's the first time I think we've done breaking news and a trailer reaction mid-pod. Legit so, breaking news. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of movies, uh, there was Ooh. that DC fandom uh, event... Yep. Earlier in the week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they played like a trailer for the Batman that I don't understand um, how people are reacting positively to, if I'm uh, going to be honest. Hey, I'm with you on the Switch Online thing. I'm against you on the Batman thing. I'm a complicated <laughs> man. So don't try and pigeonhole me. But um, 
they also played some trailers for Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, and Gotham Knights, which are the two uh, Batman games being developed by Rocksteady and someone else, respectively. <laughs> WB, WB Montreal. Who are they from again? The, the Warner Brothers. Yeah. Oh, Yakko, Jacko and Wacko yeah. Jacko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what WB Montreal have developed. Uh, we should look this up again because, yeah, the, the trailers actually make me, or at least the, the Suicide Squad trailer has me a lot more interested in that game than I was when they showed just the little teaser thing um, a year ago now. Yeah. Yes. And they're still not... Is, is there dates for either of them? Just oh, just next year. Yeah, twenty twenty two. They're right. next gen exclusive, or at least uh, Thingo is uh, Suicide Squad is, and it looks fucking awesome graphically. Like this all looks like it's an engine, and it's it's very very pretty. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, um, it, WB it, Montreal. They did Arkham Origins, which I think is a great entry in this in this franchise right uh or in one of the franchises one of yeah. the um the timelines uh gotham knights is ps4 ps5 uh pc xbox one and series right series. so um, yeah. it was really weird watching this suicide squad kill the justice league trailer and for the first time that i can remember having the reaction of recognizing an actor who i only know from another game as an right. actor in this game who like one of your mates in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is also your boss in this one. Yes. Uh, which was a really strange thing, but also speaks to how good video games look now that it was literally <laughs> the same as when I watched the um, Macbeth trailer before and I was like, oh, Denzel Washington. And right, it, yeah, the yeah, same yeah, yeah. part of my brain lit up on the CAT scan that I'm constantly receiving from... <laughs> well, also the fact, that, um, the fact that the... the, the Actual, using an actual likeness in a game has become such a technique now and not mm. just a voice and then like a kind of composite, um, you know, render of someone. Yeah, like it's yeah, an, yeah. Like actually having a person's likeness in the game is becoming more and more widespread. But, um, yeah, I thought this looked great too. Uh, would love to fucking see any gameplay mm. of this game yeah. that is presumably out next year because we saw a little bit of Gotham Knights gameplay a year ago. Um, but yeah, the, all the trailer stuff looks cool, but it's a bit like, you know, any, you know, of course you can cut like a little cinematic thing together to look good. Yeah. Um, I kind of th- want to know what I'm going to be doing in the game. I think the fact that this has the pedigree of Rocksteady who made those three Arkham games, um, makes me feel a little bit more confident that the gameplay will probably be good in the same way that those games were. And it yes. was yep. from that trailer last year, more the tone and the, and the, like uh, the the story and the, the writing and stuff of the game that I the was... The Tude? The Tude. That's a good mm. way of saying it. The apostrophe mm. Tude yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that I was maybe more on the fence about with Suicide Squad. And this trailer has done a good job of making me think that'll probably be okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I th- I can't hold their music choice against them uh, too much because it makes it feel like they have the tone or the sensibility of a late 2000s comedy but right the what actually is happening in the trailer yes i'm on board with i think it's good characterization mm. fucking visually yeah it looks spot on 
Um, and yeah, Rocksteady make fantastic games. So even if it's a little, if, it, if I've got to turn the sound down and the subtitles off, it's going to be a fun <laughs> game to play regardless. Yeah. Because yeah. that like sort of uh, cheesy rock music is very much a Suicide Squad thing. Yeah. I guess. And yeah, true. Um, I didn't find it as off-putting. I, I really liked the two Injustice games. Um, people thought there was going to be a third one announced as well, which uh, mm. would have been cool. But uh, the, the two Injustice games that exist now, and if you can hear an alarm on my recording, ignore yeah. that because I am. And if you hear burning and screaming, ignore it. <laughs> yep. Um, the, uh, <laughs> those two Injustice games use like the extended I DC canon that- of superheroes and shit well and this seems to have the same sort of tone of like superman is bad and they are all a bit uh, off yeah right right yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i think it was the hot take alert going off Knox, because i'm here to say i loved the suicide squad the movie that came out like a few months ago that hasn't gone well didn't really go hugely well um but i loved it i think it's the best superhero superhero movie i've seen in in years right um and i'm on board with like the world and the characters and i like the whole point so i really maybe i have expectations for this or something i'm still a little reserved but um i fuck yeah i hope it's great i really do i want to play as a big shark i can't wait yeah Yeah. big big old shark the fact that they never made a street sharks game back in uh the day street sharks were big I mean, street sharks are still big. They're fucking sharks as They're people. You huge, think that's not a They're large creature? Nine, nine foot tall. <laughs> um, Gotham Knights from the gameplay that we saw last year and also just from the slightly more dour tone that it has. Mm. Um, I'm less interested in, I don't know the Court of Owls stuff that it's adapting, which people, including you, Ben, seem to be yes. interested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a darker toned story. Uh, and if they do that well, then... Uh, it could be one of the great games, you know, like if they do manage to adapt this serious version of a comic book plot, um, could be really, really good. But it doesn't appear to be super serious in tone from the gameplay we saw. It seems to be very, not arcadey. Yeah. But Almost not like immersive. that um, Marvel Avengers game from last year. Right. Like right. there were numbers flying off of people, it looked like a... Maybe kind of generic beat 'em up thing with with multiplayer co op stuff. So yeah, still a bit more reserved on that one. Mm. But These am- being kind of like shown at the same time and sort of grouped together feels weird to me because yeah. you're mm. always going to end up going. You know, it feels weird to compare them because they're separate games. But yeah, they they seem to kind of be linking them as a package, and mm. it's like you going to care about one more than the other and they I don't know it seems strange to me it's yeah. a problem that DC in particular has always seemed to have in like have in the in the modern comic book resurgence era where every second thing is unrelated to the thing before it <laughs> yeah and the, right right and it is a, a really peculiar choice that people keep making seeing as there is so many billions of pieces of evidence that point towards people quite enjoying continuity. Right. Even the right. fucking titling of these games. Like, and that, mm. yes, I think that is representative mm. of, of some person at DC, at the, at the head of marketing or the head of content or whatever, just not getting it. Because, like, yeah. why call it Gotham Knights if it is not the sequel to Arkham Knight? But why then, yeah. link it so closely? Why have the story appear to follow on when it's actually a different continuity? And why and 
have Rocksteady develop Suicide Squad colon kill the Justice League and be that yeah. have that one but be the it, one that's in the same universe. Isn't it sort of the fact that every time they in the movies at least when they try to do continuity they'll get a bad one, they'll get a dud and then that spooks them off and they just reset the clock because without yes. them having that approach then we don't get Joker which you yep. know is kind of a standalone thing is great. It sounds like that recent Suicide Squad movie is the same thing where they're like yeah. oh no the, the last continuation thing we did kind of sucked we'd better completely reset it so it's mm. like right. it seems like they kind of weirdly do get vindicated by not sticking to it but they also you know if Marvel had reset every time they had a dud they would have gotten three movies into that timeline right yeah yes yep yeah. very true it, it is a it's it's uh an unappealing and um uh it's something that keeps me at arm's length from D- dc stuff personally mm. it's so messy but you yeah. know what mm. i'm open to the idea of looking forward to and then enjoying a video game mm. i'm here i'm right Huge. for the picking <laughs> warner brothers <laughs> let me in you know what? Speaking of looking forward to a video game, there was 30 seconds of uh, uninteresting footage of Elden Ring that got oh, leaked. Yes. And it is the most excited I've been about news pre a game's release that may, since like Red Dead Redemption 1 or something like that. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but I am uh, pumped up like a 1990s shoe for this game. <laughs> and uh, a release date kind of out of the blue, right? Like it's been... Pretty vague for a while, and then all of a sudden, the uh, no, it, it had a release date that was earlier, and it got delayed for a month. Yes, right. Uh, so right. it yes. was coming out in January. Now it's coming out in February. They said they just needed right. more time to polish it. Um, I doubt it was like a reaction to this footage coming out or anything like that. Like with Halo no. Infinite or because yeah, the footage the, is good, right? Like there's nothing. The it's fine. fine. It's yeah. like original Xbox One testing footage. So someone is kind of jumping around weirdly doing bug testing stuff yeah, right. uh, on basically the lowest settings of this game. And it still looks artistically very, very nice mm. um, to me. It looks like Dark Souls 3, but with a jump button, which I'm mm-hmm. up for, but with an open yeah. world as well. I think this might be one of my favorite games uh, that I've ever played, potentially. So, wow. A, pre, a pre-review. <laughs> yeah, let me give you... <laughs> Elden Ring. Chuck that, in the, chuck that in the episode description. World exclusive <laughs> first review of first Elden review, Ring. First review, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, we I'm, can just make the title World First Review of Elden Ring and then footage really, really, really small. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one will ever find out. <laughs> yeah, I'm really if looking forward to this. Reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a um uh, an online like beta test basically in yeah. November where they're stress testing all the servers and stuff and letting people play three or four hours of um the game to stress test it. So I've signed up for that. It's kind of a lottery system, I think. Right. And uh, hopefully, I'll be able to tell you what Elden Ring is like actually before a lot of the world. That would be yeah. great. Imagine I such hope a thing. It- it's not like, you know, when people win the lottery in real life and then they just like fritter away all their money, their life just goes to shit, they end up in debt, everything's worse off before. Yeah. I mean, at all least these... you don't have far to fall, Knox. No, all these old people start coming out of the woodwork being like, actually, could I get a bit of a go of Elden Ring? I'm like, <laughs> you haven't talked to me for years. <laughs> now you want me to buy you a Tarago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm 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 stoked about that game, and it's but obviously, like, you know, if if you did win, I, I could come around and play it. 
We'll talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to go back to something that you uh, touched on earlier, there's uh, there was a big Animal Crossing Direct where they announced a bunch oh, yeah. of new stuff for that. So there's a big free update coming on November the 5th, I believe, where they're adding remember, a bunch remember. of v- <laughs> 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 bunch of very uh, Animal Crossing-esque updates, like a little coffee shop in the mm. museum, which they focused on for about seven minutes of the trailer, just going through... <laughs> How you can sit there and drink a coffee and have your friends come and meet you and drink a coffee. Honestly, I I, I need the reintroduction to that process. (laughs) Yeah, I was sitting there going, all right. And I watched it with my girlfriend who was like, this looks awesome. (laughs) She She is pumped up for all the, for all the extra little, yeah, just little bits of like, you know, uh, new fences and stuff, um, all the sort of <laughs> stuff that you would expect for a big, a big content update uh, from Animal Crossing, and then yeah, as you mentioned before, also a big paid DLC where you go off to another island that is a resort, and you basically get this task of designing homes for people. So you mm. meet with them, and they're like, um, "Here's the kind of stuff I want in my house," and you know, you so you sort of building and designing a little place for them. Um, so, you know, not, not a million miles away from what you do on your own island in your own little house, but with just like a bit more of an objective, like it's, it gives you little kind of tasks to do and it looks cool. I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm certainly into something in that game with a bit more kind of like, uh, drive to it, like little, little objectives to actually kind of get done along the way. But, um, yeah, it looks really fun. Yeah. For whatever reason, Animal Crossing is like deleted from my brain. It was a very mm. flash of the moment thing where like at that time in lockdown, it was like, oh, great. I'll fucking talk to this koala. Yes. <laughs> and now yeah. I couldn't give a shit about ever going back to that island personally. I don't know why. I, I think because I've left it for too long, I, I'm the same way. Same thing happened with the the one I, uh, I think, New Leaf, uh, the mm-hmm. 3DS yeah. one. I played it every day for about six months and then I, I haven't played it again. But this sounds sick. Um, yeah, it's a cool... It's. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's yeah, it looks really fun and like a bit of a bit of a different thing to be paying for rather than just like more cosmetic shit in the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah you, I can, you, you're very right. Like I, I dipped in recently and it's so, and I imagine this is the case for a lot of people. It's so mentally linked to the beginning of the pandemic yes. and lockdowns yeah. for me that it's like because it came out that week and just remembering like, oh, you know, it's pretty funny, isn't it? We got all the time to commit to this island and da 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 and like. I kind of dipped back in the other day and was like, ugh. Like, it was like kind of chilling to just remember like, oh, wow, we thought this was like kind of a funny, weird novelty and that it would be done in a couple of months. Like, it's a little weird. But, um, yeah. My, yeah, my girlfriend has been still still keeping up with it pretty regularly, uh, getting in there and, um, you know, I log on and there's all this shit's happened to the island that I had no idea about. Uh, yeah, yes, uh, As course. the mayor, I thought I was the one who was yeah. only able to make all these calls. But, um. But yeah, so yeah, the, she's she's someone who's into it, and she's pretty pumped about all this stuff being added to it. So yeah, You've for the people that are still do playing, do her kindness and delete her island so she can stop reliving that trauma of the start of this. <laughs> Don't but let I her mean, watch that... the four YouTube videos that Brie Larson put out, going like, "I guess I'll be a YouTuber." <laughs> all of that stuff from back then, we have to just yeah, yeah, her yeah. Elijah yeah. Wood turning up to people's islands at random. Yeah, Sophie right. Ellis Baxter dancing in her kitchen on Instagram. It's it's committed <laughs> to history and don't revisit Imagine it. all the people. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Lauren is a true casual gamer. This is what we forget yeah. six years into this podcast is we have become hardcore gamers. I used to be much more casual and I genuinely would play a game like this for a year, you know, like... 
I would play one game. I would love it. I would get every last inch of entertainment out of it. And when an update like this came along, it would be absolutely the best thing that would right. happen to me you know in terms of entertainment stuff and sure. right for it's, people it's, that aren't yeah. buying a new AAA every fortnight it, or whatever exactly yeah just every few months it's like yeah you are you are really getting your pennies worth and yeah they've added heaps of stuff to it for free over the last year and a half and then finally now there's like a big thing that they're charging for but it is a significant enough there was like a game like this on the 3DS I think called Happy Home Designer and yeah. it's basically that right. as a little add-on piece of content for I think it's 30 bucks or whatever so too much and also they've um, <laughs> <laughs> they've said that this is the last update as well I'm yes sure right that this right is yeah. Animal Crossing yeah. with a little bow on it um, speaking of updates one last little <laughs> bit of news uh, God of War is coming to PC which yes. now means that like almost every major PS4 exclusive from the last Generation oh. is now on PC. You're missing Bloodborne, and I think those those first three Uncharted games, which I guess technically aren't PS4 games, um, right, right, right. You don't have any of the old God of Wars, I guess, unless you uh, want to emulate them. But yeah, God of War coming to PC is like a, a another big deal in Sony's bizarre late release PC schedule. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I guess they, yeah, they don't want people to potentially migrate over if they're just going to think that they can get everything eventually. Mm. They've got to mm. have it pretty delayed, but um, yeah. There was a leak that came out of somebody getting something out of NVIDIA, right, that had uh, future releases that they were preparing their graphics drivers for. And That's it right. had a mm. bunch of uh, Sony stuff in it, which up until this point, I believe, has consistently proven to be accurate. So right. the rest of the ones that are on there are Horizon Forbidden West, which makes sense because the first one came out on PC. Gran yep. Turismo mm-hmm. 7, which would be huge. Wow, um, yeah. Like that game, I think, has really fantastic modding potential too. So mm-hmm. I would love to see that on PC. Um, something called Deracine, which I don't even know what that is, to be honest. I it's think they two- misspelled kerosene. <laughs> yeah, kerosene. <laughs> a little bit of gas on the PC. God of War, which is this. Returnal, Demon Souls, Ratchet and Clank. They don't specify which, but you would assume it would be Rift Apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sackboy, Big Adventure, and Ghost of Tsushima, which um, I think also, yeah, like that. that is a, a pretty... That makes a lot of sense for all of those to come out. Yep. Yeah. And yep. the fact that there's no, like, um, you know little wishful thinking bloodborne on that list right makes me think yeah that's real yeah 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 but there was also a little rumor that blue point are now working on a bloodborne remaster and a sequel oh right because blue point have been acquired by sony that happened a few weeks ago they're sony's now they belong to sony yeah interesting we are you well (laughs) and god of war is the one that we've heard about and if you don't want to have to use the Blades of Chaos to trim your pubes, oh, then you Lord. can come to manscaped.com. What are the Blades of Chaos? <laughs> I haven't played. Um, uh, no, I only have a PC. So it's something from Ratchet and Clank. Oh, oh okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Manscaped, our wonderful sponsors. They've been with us, I think, all year, maybe, at this point. They've been very, very uh, yeah. consistent with their support of the show. And uh, they can be, they can provide a consistent trim to your pubic hair. Uh, I'm trying not to read the same copy again because it's that space copy, and I think I've read it like three times. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> and What's every time I get caught up on them saying the orbits in your pants, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> doesn't make sense, guys. Read the first two sentences three times, but the rest untouched. Yeah. Like your balls might be, and you might need to pay a little bit of attention to the Manscaped rate. Make really good. I would call them general personal grooming products. I know that they sure. like to focus and say that they're particularly good at a, you know, genitalia. But yes, you can use them dirty anywhere. little schoolboys in there, obsessed with the dick and balls region. <laughs> but um, I used the uh, I used the nose and uh, ear trimmer just last night, getting yeah. myself ready for lockdown ending, and really realizing <laughs> that it was uh, fucking pretty disgusting up there. So well, you're thank so God tall. for Manscaped. Oh, people, off, people often are looking up up your nose. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yep. no, yes, I, I agree. That specifically, that one is fantastic. Mm. I was uh, very um, scared to use it and thought it would like, you know, I don't know, do, hurt my nose. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's whisper, nah. whisper quiet, smooth as silk. Uh, my nose, inside of my nose, now looks exactly the same as the underside of my ball sack. <laughs> like Home Alone, where he's afraid of the next door neighbour for a long time, but it turns out the next door neighbour's going to help him out and smack those pesky nose hairs with a big snow shovel right yes. at the end of the mm-hmm. shave. That's <laughs> yep. what happened to you. Yeah. Yeah, they're very good, and uh, they've got uh, a whole bunch of stuff that you can get for 20% off. And mm. free shipping if you use the code filthy at manscaped.com. So there's a ton oh, of yeah. products there that I think are very much worth looking at and then yeah. worth uh, using. Using? <laughs> <laughs> Don't just look at them. Yeah. You've got to actually use them as they're well. They're pretty, you. but they're you also pretty useful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what else have we got going on, boys? Want to talk about some games we played this week? Yeah. Not my sort of thing. Yes. Okay. Well, what have you guys been, it's, uh, been it's two playing? to one. It's two to one. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I think we're all uh, pretty excited about um, Resident Evil Four VR is out mm. today as we're recording this. That's the next big one. We had a couple of big ones in the last few weeks, um, so yeah, we're kind of between big triple A's. But uh, I've been spending the week kind of focusing on just a couple of couple of smaller games. Um, wanted a couple of little things that I thought might look good on that new. Uh, Switch OLED screen that I got. Um, I downloaded <laughs> Tetris Effect, and oh, yeah. uh, yes. boy, I've been having myself a real smooth brain time just playing lots and lots of Tetris. Tetris oh, Effect man. is the best Tetris that they've ever put out. It totally. is very I, fucking yeah, good. Yeah, it really it's is. So good. I, you know what? I bought it on the PlayStation VR and did not like mm. it because I thought that it was like I didn't know what it is. I just I just got in the VR headset. I played Astrobot. I was like, I want more in this. Uh, you know, I want to get more out of this headset. And I I didn't. I thought it was going to be like in some way like a an actual VR version of Tetris. When what it is is you've got a helmet on and you're just looking at a Tetris game yeah. kind of in front of you. I understand yeah. so I, how you might have yeah. thought that, but it is also very funny to buy Tetris and then be like, <laughs> wait a minute, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what could it I, be? Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was like a VR exclusive version of Tetris in some way like rather you're than just... physically manipulating the blocks or something Yeah, like yeah, that. something yeah, like that, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. That. yeah. I didn't realise it was just a version of a game that exists on... Or, and it's, it's like tetris. all the little visualization stuff tetris. happens around you, so it's a bit more immersive. But yes. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of, I also, well, also it was just like, yeah, I don't want to, I can play this in a million different ways. I don't want to put this big kind of yeah. bulky headset on in order to play it. Um, but yeah, playing it on the screen, if you don't really know what it is, it's it's Tetris, but it's like each level has like a different 
um, sort of visual theme, a different song. It's mm. very – how would you describe it? It's, it's very like kind of almost Winamp um, screensaver yeah. visualisation kind of, yeah. kind of stuff. It's the people um, who made Luminous, right? So yes. it's got right. that type of like 90s rave aesthetic almost. Yep. Where yep. it's a lot of neon coming and, and, and coming through like different settings, or it'll be like this is like the rainy city street level mm. where everything's got a bit of that. But then as you're listening to the music and placing the blocks, the music kind of adapts to the blocks yes. and it makes yep. the visuals adapt to the music and it creates this effect that is uh, very, very calming <laughs> and um, engrossing. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. it sounds like it's not – that doesn't sound like all that much, but the actual effect, it's got like a – it's kind of got like a, a – um, I guess a campaign where you're kind of going mm. through all these different visualizations one by one. And it is exciting. Like it's it's very seamless. Like if you finish one without um, without getting a game over screen, it, it just trans – it just, you know, moves you straight across to the next one. It keeps your progress of like where all the blocks were. Mm. And it is exciting going like, oh, I wonder what the next – crazy cool mm. thing is going to be because there's like a you know there'll be like a nice desert then there'll be like an underwater thing and especially on that oled screen it looks fantastic it's so right. colorful it's so bright um it's a really it's it's alongside metroid dread it's a really really good way of showing off how nice that screen can actually look and um yeah if you you know it's like i think if you've got a if you've you should have some version of tetris in your library because it's yep. a it's just yep. a great game to have, especially on the go. And yeah, like you said, I think this is the best uh, version of it that they've ever put out. And it's got I think it's this version of it is like a uh, like an up, a slightly updated one that's just come out on the Switch. And then I think there's like patches for it on all the other consoles that's right. got like online play and a whole bunch of other stuff in it. But I think yeah. it's a pretty it's a pretty concise. It's this one is it. yeah it's called tetris effect connected technically and it has uh, yep. some multiplayer and cross-platform multiplayer which is cool, oh, cool. Uh, elements to it um that i suppose they've added recently but yes the switch version is the same as the console versions are now they've been updated to include this stuff like i don't yep. think it's a hugely different thing right uh no i think it i think it just has online modes if you want them yeah. which yeah I, I think is a pretty oh, uh, niche it's so good of the- just looking at the, at the little bit of information about this, I'm looking at some dolphins jumping out of the water behind a Tetris block yep. thing, and that looks really cool. Mm. Yeah. You want to play yeah, the- Tetris and look at a dolphin? No? Yeah. You fucking monster. What's Hold wrong up. with you? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. It, uh, and yeah, like the blocks kind of like what they look like changes across each mode. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 great. I'm I'm not here to I'm not here to recommend Tetris to you. I'm here to <laughs> remind you that there is a really great current version of it out on all the consoles. I love oh, that's when you go I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but on like an official Nintendo Switch page on their website, I love that they bother to put supported play modes, T V mode, tabletop mode and handheld mode. Like the, yeah, that's yeah. the point of the tabletop. Switch. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can the play idea this that you could play in tabletop and not in handheld mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess Mario well, I guess Party. Maybe that's Mario what they Party. Mean. Yeah, sure. That is oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so we sound stupid now. They now have that's to have that caveat thing. for every game just because of one game yeah. not supporting it. Yeah. Um, another thing I've been playing, uh, basically, yeah, exclusively in handheld mode, is a game called Beast Breaker, which is made by the people who made the game Threes, which is. Uh. 
probably my favourite uh, mobile game ever. Uh, it's very different to Threes. Threes is just like a little tile-moving game. This kind of has like a bit of story and kind of character to it, so it immediately right. looks very different. Threes is the one that led to people making 2048, which was a copy of Threes, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe 2048 existed before it, and Threes was a version of 2048. Scale But it's down, that one yeah. where you slide the tiles from edge to edge of the screen to combine matching numbers to increase the number that they are. Yep, yep. You're trying so to get the highest tile you can. It goes to nine, goes to whatever. Right. Yep, yep. Eventually getting to a point where you can't make any more moves and yeah. like you, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that game. So, yeah, I thought uh, give this a try. I've seen a lot of uh, positive stuff about it. It's on the PC and Switch. It, it looks like the kind of thing that you would think would be on uh, like Apple Arcade or the mobile, mm. but it's not as of yet. It's uh, it's kind of hard to explain. So it's a it's a turn-based game. You're a little you're a little mouse with a sword, and you're up against like a big monster that has kind of all these little tiles on it. These little scales. Some mm. of them are just armor, and then some of them have like a little number of how many hits they take before they're destroyed. And basically what you are doing is it's kind of like turn-based pinball. So you are lining up a shot. You're kind of ricocheting yourself off the little scales that Mm. the beast has, trying to strike it. And, yeah, you're trying to basically wear down these little cores that it has that it might take five hits or ten hits or whatever to do. Um, So that's that's basically what it is. It's turn-based pinball with force progression of... Or peggle or one of those. I was going to say it's peggle. It's peggle with a story, yes. Yeah, with like crafting and, um, you know, getting resources to make more weapons, which give you, you know, different, you know, different sort of like they might cause more damage or they function in a slightly different way, um, different armor that grants you different, you know, buffs and bonuses and all that kind of stuff. But it's, um, yeah, it's pretty simple in concept, but in practice when you start getting the hang of it and, and pulling off these like, good moves it feels really really satisfying and it's it's really interesting it's really unique and yeah i think it's about 20 bucks or so so it's not crazy expensive but it's it's great and it's it's pretty um i I like everything i've seen about it has been positive but i haven't seen heaps about it so uh i think if if that sort of thing sounds up your alley i think it's definitely worth um yeah having a having a look at because i'm really really enjoying it Nice, cool. Yeah, well, it looks it looks like a uh, Moorish fun, and you're right that it's strange not to be on mobile devices from the look mm. of this. Uh, something that is not on mobile devices, I don't think, is Diablo 2 Resurrected. Mm. I didn't think I was going to go in on this, but I hadn't got any games to play over the past week that were new. Although I'm still plugging away at Far Cry Six and really, really enjoying that. Um, I, yeah, I went in on Diablo 2. I just had this, this, this thirst for a game that was a little bit mindless, you know, a little bit something that you can be listening to music or a podcast or whatever, you know, while doing, um, I know that loop, uh, of that game is very satisfying. Um, mm. it has loot collection. It has, you know, just killing those monsters and using those powers is really fun. And so I thought, fuck it. Why not? I, I know that the aesthetic didn't really grab me on in the trailers, but, um, I just know that this is a fun game that I've already played, you know, a bunch of times in my life. Right. Yep. And uh, it was very hard to get Battle.net to work. 
that apparently there had been a two-factor authentication setup, which was not me. Like it, I'd have I've, I've had the account long enough, you know, since I had Diablo two originally, mm. that they just added some security measures that like it wasn't me it was just the system so it was like how am i fucking gonna get into my own account because this is all happened by default but eventually i just you know i had to call them essentially and was like this account's been active for 24 years (laughs) you know like whatever it was (laughs) um and then fucking downloading another launcher, like with... Um, Calling you know, them up and being like, okay, no, okay, but maybe you'll remember if I do this. Hello, it's Ben here. Do you remember <laughs> yeah. me now? Do you recognize that voice? <laughs> um, getting so many, I think Ubisoft Connect I had to get for Far Cry 6 and I've had issues with that as and well. Yeah, I, I so I went and got Warzone for, to kind of dip right. in before this tournament. And like, fuck, man, it's so arduous having to download a whole other thing and then... Sign up to like three different things. Yeah. Oh man, Welcome it's to PCs, it's, boy. Oh my lord, <laughs> yeah. Storefronts, it's so annoying. baby. Because yeah, usually on console you just opt out and then you can play the game anyway because you've got you know yep. a PSN account or whatever. But yeah, getting Battle.net. Although it did it did remind me that I have Diablo three on my account, so I can install that if I want to. You got um, Diablo five if you play them at the same time. And <laughs> and uh, you know what? I could barely play two <laughs> initially. <laughs> Um, I think it was an issue with my hard drive, but it was just totally fucked. I think maybe I just installed too much stuff on it or something, but it's like, why is this not working? Um, again, the joys of PC gaming, but I reinstalled it on a different hard drive. It's running like butter. It's absolutely smooth. It's really weird. When I launched it, I thought it was in like the, um, legacy graphics mode, which is not to say that the current, like the graphics are bad. It just Mm -hmm. looked, it did look kind of old fashioned and then... Fuck me, when you trigger legacy mode and you see what it actually looked like when it came out, it's mm. just, it's such a shock to the system. It's like, oh, you can barely see it, which I think is a testament to how they have done the graphics and how the graphics look in motion when you're playing this this uh, remade version. They don't feel glossy and overly modern and too clean. They do really feel like what the game used to feel like. So if that was a concern for anyone... Um, I think don't be concerned. Uh, it, it does feel like the OG uh, and it, it's really been super satisfying to play. I'm like almost finished act one. Fucking love it. Everything mechanically is the same. Story is so good. Satisfying gameplay loop. Um, if you had the urge to play Diablo 2, just get it. It's mm. really, okay. really, it's worth it. It's like 60 bucks or something, but it feels really like a fantastic remaster i can't recognize uh, recommend it highly enough um really have been enjoying this because i okay. remember when that expansion for diablo 2 lord of destruction of destruction yes came out one of the features of that was like we'll let you bump up the resolution to 800 by 600 right over the 640 by 480 that it was stuck at originally so like yeah it is a Huge difference to go from that to something that I assume is running in 4K now, like it has yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But just stylistically, it's still isometric. It, um, I guess, it's probably similar to something like Divinity: Original Sin 2, which came out, mm-hmm. you know, a few years ago. Um, but it's but all 2D, God. right? Like it's not. It, it is still 2D. Yes, you don't. Cha- you can't change the angle of the cameras or anything like that. It's still. It's still. I mean, it's 3D sprites, I assume, but it's 2D. But view. sprites are. In by their nature, two-dimensional. They simply trick the mind into looking like a third dimension is present. 
Oh, I guess in that sense, <laughs> it's, it's the, my monitor is two D. My it's not. It doesn't come out of the screen. I've got a curved monitor, so <laughs> okay, okay. And I don't have a curved monitor. They look weird no. as hell to me personally. But um, like fuck the atmosphere. The music is obviously it's still the same and still potentially the best music in video games. It's so so evocative and so atmospheric. So if you want to, yeah, dark gothic. Uh, RPG with a with an emphasis on action and you know blowing shit up and shooting fireballs and stuff. God, it's the best that has ever been made. I don't don't fucking talk to me about Diablo three. I don't want to hear it. You can talk to the hand, and that's something. <laughs> that I was saying around the uh, time of the original Diablo two, but um yeah, That'd I'm so. <laughs> they should start remastering old phrases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> For the modern day, it'd be like, talk to the fucking hand, man. He talk to the hand, girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> Next minute, they don't want to see a girl boss. Whatever. <laughs> talk to the not bad, good size hand. I can't actually do this because <laughs> it, I don't know what people say now. Oh, um, um, uh, hey, wh- wait, what's an old phrase now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts, little pug who predicts the future. There yeah. you go. <laughs> right, right, okay. right. Bones, bones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah, Diablo 2 uh, was a good game, so it makes sense that it still is. Yeah, it, it really is. I'm, I'm really pleased with the remaster, and I do, yeah, I really recommend it. I recommend it for anyone who didn't play it in the first place too because it's just a fantastic game um, of, of that genre and of that type. And the story and, yeah, the cuts... It's just a, it's just so good. I think I had this in like my top games of all time. Whenever we've talked about that, um, so I have, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people saying that like the online stuff is kind of broken and that it's uh, like you literally can't get into games and stuff like that with it with Diablo two as well. So that is one thing to keep in mind that if you're doing it primarily multiplayer, it does seem like that stuff is a little dodgy currently. Guess what? I'm not playing it online. Um, <laughs> I did notice that. I think I'd open... Because when you launch it, it sort of assumes you want to be in online and it's like, hey, you're in a queue of 433. Um, so I just cancelled that and played in offline mode because that's the only way yeah. I want to fuck. Real ones don't jump the queue. They go and sit in the corner on their own and they just wait for <laughs> everyone right. to leave the shop and then they're locked in the shop at night and then they've got right. the run of the place. Exactly. They can immerse themselves in it properly without <laughs> the interruption of rude customers. I want to experience <laughs> the story of this shop. I'm not interested <laughs> yes, in competing yes. for these items. Exactly, but I'm not, and I never was uh, with Diablo 3. The um, the sort of marketplace stuff in that was always, I think, a point of contention, you know, balancing it and all that shit, mm-hmm. but um, I'm not something I'm engaging with, and uh, as an offline single-player game, I can still recommend it extremely highly. It's, you know, it's one of the greats. And just as one other thing with it, um, you're playing on PC, right? So it's like mouse and keyboard still for you. Yep. I. Yep. Wonder and haven't seen how the controls are on console because I know there are console versions of it and I did sort of consider that. I have seen tiny little murmurings of people being like, ah, the controller stuff isn't actually great for it for right. whatever reason. Right, right. But um, yeah, so I guess we can't speak to that, but it's another consideration, I guess, if you're going to buy it on console. Plug in a mouse to your console. That's hmm. my... It's my recommendation. This guy fucking knows a way around everything. It's just that easy, folks. It's just <laughs> that easy. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, is that us done for the week? Yeah, Unless every game I wanted uh... to play either comes out 
yesterday or today. today. So, yeah. 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 All right. Well, we'll be back next week. We'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, yeah, really looking forward to Resident Evil 4 VR. Word, early word is that it's fucking great. Really looking forward hey, to that. Hey, a good excuse to here. strap the headset on again. Shh, come here. I've heard Resident Evil 4 VR's good. Don't tell anyone, Ooh. all right? Get out of here. Ooh, okay. okay. Get out World here. exclusive. Oh, that's a World scoop, exclusive yeah. first <laughs> yeah. memberings. Hey, it's the uh, word. Don't worry about it. Early word. Don't tell them. <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Girl boss, yeah. pug, pug, who tells them to go <laughs> I've actually, I've heard, I've heard it's real poggers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I've been, I've been here for way too long. This looks suspicious now. I've been whispering to you for ages. I should have said this quickly and gotten out of here. Sorry. Bye. Bye. Uh, Actually, do you know the way com. to the station? I'm really sorry. I'm kind of lost. God, That's why I, I told you. I wonder what he's going to... I wonder what he's going to do for the outro now. He's already burnt a great joke. Uh, yeah. No, I haven't. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, all right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Uh, filthycasuals.com.au. we got the links to the Patreon. You can get a bonus episode every week for supporting the show. And uh, there's also the premium episodes on the Bandcamp. Check them out. And the YouTube channel where we put two videos up a week. We've mm. just wrapped up season one of our Sims house. Yes. Um, that went for about, what, nine episodes? Nine, yeah. Uh, it'll, lots it'll, of fun. That'll be out. The ninth one will be out on Tuesday for non-patrons. Yes. 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 A lot of fun there. Binge the whole season. Yeah. Uh, we, paid, we played Back for Blood last week. Yeah, heaps of stuff on there. Go check all that out. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Okay. So my real name is Ben Vanell, but my Blizzard name, I haven't used it since the 2000s. So it was Green Day number four ever. Uh, are you finding it? Okay. No, it might've been Limp Bizkit with a- Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Z, number four ever. <laughs> Fuck, man, don't put me through this. <laughs> <laughs>